Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Hi, Cecilia. How are you today? Hi, Pastor Dave. You know, I was wondering. Yes. In room 4216, you can have all kinds of different climates. Do you realize that? You could, you know, maybe it's... Well, right here, right now, it's cloudy and rainy, but mm-hmm. maybe where someone else is, it's beautiful and sunny. I don't know. Or overcast and muggy mm-hmm. and dripping with sweat. Or maybe when you're listening, it's freezing cold and ice and snow. Hmm. That's hmm. true. But no matter what, God's here with us and it warms our hearts. Yes, it does. And today, we are going to learn and have our hearts warmed even more with the life of Joseph. Last week, as you may remember, we had Joseph going from prison to the palace, Mm. uh, from one end to the other, because he interpreted dreams that came true. But he also gave the credit to God. Which is so, so, so important. I'd like to suggest we pick up reading and just finish chapter 41 with what happens uh, where are you picking up? What verse are you reading? I am picking up at verse 44. Very good. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift hand or foot in all Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zephanath Paniah and gave him Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On to be his wife. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout the land of Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in cities. In each city he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. Before the years of famine came, Two sons were born to Joseph by Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh and said, It is because God has made me forget all my troubles and my father's household. The second son he named Ephraim and said, It is because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. The seven years of abundance in Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began, just as Joseph had said. There was famine in all the other lands, but in the whole of the land of Egypt there was food. When all the people began to feel the famine, the people cried out to Pharaoh for food. Then Pharaoh told them all, Go to Joseph and do what he tells you. When the famine had spread over the whole country, Joseph opened the storehouses and sold grain to the Egyptians, for the famine 
was severe throughout Egypt. And all the countries came to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph because the famine was severe in the land. Thanks for reading that. There are some very interesting names here. First, the name that the Pharaoh gave Joseph, Zaphonath <laughs> Paniah. Yeah, what does that mean? It could mean one of two things. It could mean uh, revealer of hidden things, ah. or more likely, it means the God speaks and he lives. Huh. Either way, it's very appropriate. Mm-hmm. And then the next names were um, uh, Pharaoh gave Joseph a wife, mm-hmm. and her name was uh, Asenath. Asenath. That means uh, belonging to Neith. Belonging to Neith. Who's Neith? Neith was a goddess in the Egyptian uh, pantheon of uh, gods. Okay, mm-hmm. and she was the daughter of. Uh, Potiphera. Potiphera. Not to be confused with Potiphar. No, no. Okay, and what's Pot- Potiphera mean? Potiphera means uh, he whom the sun god Ra, that's, that was their chief god, mm-hmm. he whom the sun god Ra has given. Hmm. He was a priest of a city called On. On, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thought, it's thought that he was a pretty high priest in his time. It's interesting. Um, that meant Joseph got entangled with the whole religion of that era. But it looks like, and we have no evidence that he actually w- became entangled with it, but that, that this was more of a political thing. And he kept to his God, Yahweh, who had given him dreams and to whom he gave testimony as the giver of those dreams. Now, Cecilia, yes. I was thinking, mm-hmm. now, you and I have read a lot of the Bible. We know what's going to come next. But let's just wipe our brains clean for a moment. We don't know what's coming next. Because there's going to be some who are listening here who don't know what's coming next. All right. And if that's the case, man, is this ever going to be sweet. Joseph goes from being thrown into a prison... Well, sold as a slave first. Oh, thank then, you for then correcting. Then he tries to be the, get sed- or, or the and wife then thrown into prison and then, and then stays prison in and- prison. And thirteen years later, poof, he's at the top and he rakes in all of the grain. Everybody's turning to him. Ooh. He's in a good position. You know, it's like having boardwalk on Monopoly, ha. or boardwalk in Park Place, even now. If the world is struck with this famine and his brothers came down... But we don't know if that's going to happen or not. But if they do, you oh, know what? Oh, oh. Whammo! He could get them, but good. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should read on and see what happens. Sure. Eh? 
Genesis chapter 42. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you just keep looking at each other? He continued, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us, so that we may live and not die. Then ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others, because he was afraid that harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain, for the famine was in the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the one who sold grain to all its people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? he asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, You are spies. You have come to see where our land is unprotected. No, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said to them, you have come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, your servants were twelve brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no more. Joseph said to them, it is just as I have told you. You are spies. With those words, Joseph put them into prison. And now we read on. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will live. For I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison, while the rest of you go and take grain back to your starving households. But you must bring your youngest brother to me, so that your words may be verified, and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. They said to one another, Surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life. But how we would not listen. That's why this distress has come upon us. Reuben replied, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you would not listen. Now we must give an accounting for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph could understand them, since 
he was using an interpreter. He turned away from them and began to weep, but then turned back and spoke to them again. He had Simeon taken from them and bound before their eyes. Oh, yeah. He's getting his revenge here. No, he's not. If sure he, wanted, he is. No, if he wanted revenge, he would have slaughtered them all. Zap, 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 boom, dead. Oh, no, no, no. He wants Ben, and then he will. I mean, he's got two houses on boardwalk so far. Uh, maybe three. Get it all. He wants and it all. Smash him. Boy, I can't imagine what those brothers said to dear old dad when they got home. <laughs> yeah. Tell him what happened, and they left Simeon there, and now they got to bring Benjamin? Uh-huh. There's one other thing that we didn't mention or read yet, is when they got home, they found out all their, actually not even before they got home, a ways on, that all the silver that they had brought to pay for this was back in their sacks. Yep. Hmm. That's a mystery, isn't it? wonder why that happened. Well, the famine kept on, and they finally they, got hungry. Mm-hmm. And they had told uh, Jacob, we're supposed to bring Benjamin back, and Jacob said, oh, no, that's not going to happen. So do you know what finally turned the table for Joseph, uh, not Joseph, his father, Jacob, to say, Fine, take Benjamin and go. Uh, they were hungry? And an interesting thing, first Reuben spoke up, right? That's the oldest. And said, uh, kill my sons if you have to, or hold them. Nope, that didn't do it. It was Judah. Now that's an interesting oh. thing. Judah spoke up and said, hold me responsible. And, jo and Jacob said, fine, go. That... Must mean something is going on about with Judah. <laughs> Poor Jacob. His world is unraveling. The guy who uh, learned to plan and strategize and... Super and, strategy, man. Mm -hmm, and now everything is completely out of his control. We're going to see as you read on, though, he's stepping in to try to take a bit more control. Chapter 43, verse 10, Judas said, If we had not delayed, we could have gone and returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be, then do this. Put some of the best products of the land in your bags and take them down to the man as a gift. A little balm and a little honey some spices and myrrh, some pistachio nuts and almonds. 
take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put back into the mouths of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother also, and go back to the man at once. And may God Almighty grant you mercy before that man, so that he will let your other brother and Benjamin come back with you. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. I love the Bible as much as anyone, Pastor mm-hmm. Dave, but all we've been doing is reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. We we need to get into some meat here. We need uh, to get into some... Uh, well, there's there's lots of things we could talk about. and Well, the, we can't yet. Uh, I did read ahead. I do know the story. And there's a couple more twists to this story, believe it or not, before we can get to some real meat. And it will be amazing. So just hang in there. Because we're going to have to read and summarize just a little bit more. All right. So you did a look ahead to the next uh, section here. What happened? Okay, so... Benjamin and the others go to Egypt. And when Joseph sees that Benjamin is there, he says to the steward, uh, slaughter an animal and make dinner. They're going to eat with me in my house. Ah, and I bet Joseph's going to reveal himself as the long-lost brother. Wrong. Not yet, at least. Uh, the the brothers were scared. They, oh my gosh, he's found out about the silver. Um, oh dear. Oh. So they tried to talk to the steward of his house and mm-hmm. uh, well, well, look, we may uh, you know the silver's in our sack. We, we're sorry, and, and the steward says it's okay, it's okay, chill out. And he brings Simeon out of prison, and uh, so the whole family is uh, almost is reunited. Right. Okay, so then Joseph shows up, and he sees yes, Benjamin really is there. Hmm. And he is moved. And And then he reveals himself as the brother. Not quite yet, no. Mm. He goes and he goes away for a time and he cries. This is this is not just his brother, remember. This is the brother of Rachel. Not the brother from another mother, it's the brother from my mother. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. So what took place then at the meal? So they're sitting at the meal, and Joseph is at one table, and his brothers are at another table, and the rest of the Egyptians are at another table, because to Egyptians, it was uh, okay, wrong. they don't to eat Hebrews. together. Yeah, no, yeah. but they were eating in the same room, so, you know. Um, and then he revealed himself. Try again. Hmm. What we know so far is that here everybody is given portions of food. Benjamin, on the other hand, is given five times as much as everyone else. I mean, here so he's now the these youngest. Other brothers, these other brothers, the mm-hmm. ten of them, Simeon's brought back, they're mm-hmm. eating at a table in the, in the house of this second most important person in Egypt, wondering why they're there, the, about the silver. Their brother is there. He's getting five times as much. I bet they were really scared. <laughs> 
Okay. Let's read on. Let's find out what really happens. Chapter 44, I think you're reading. All right. Now, Joseph gave these instructions to the steward of his house. Fill the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry, and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Then, put my cup, the silver one, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. And he did as Joseph said. As morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, Go after those men at once, and when you catch up with them, say to them, Why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. When he caught up with them, he repeated these words to them. What a trap did he ever say. Mm-hmm. Go on. But they said to him, Why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal silver or gold from your master's house? If any of your servants is found to have it, he will die, and the rest of us will become my lord's slaves. Okay. Very well, then, he said. Let it be as you say. Whoever is found to have it will become my slave. The rest of you will be free from blame. Each of them quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. Then the steward proceeded to search, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. And the cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this they tore their clothes. Then they all loaded their donkeys and returned to the city. Joseph was still in his house. When Judah and his brothers came in, and they threw themselves to the ground before him, Joseph said to them, What is this you have done? We interrupt this program to bring you this important news bulletin. The animal crackers have come alive and are marching across the United States. The Beware what? of all elephants, giraffes, and kangaroos. Uh, Mr. Reporter, if that's what you really are. Yes? Is that really what that sheet says? Um, uh, actually, no, but you wouldn't believe me if I'd really read what it says. Well, I'd probably believe you, but I might not like it. What does it say? It says, stay tuned to next week to continue this story, <sighs> and that's the end of the show, and, uh, yeah, but somebody you... is with you, you're not alone. Well, that's not all of it. If you want to write to us, do so at info, I-N-F-O, at not-alone, 
www.thepatriotsocialist.net. And... Do come back again to room 4216. Credits. Our sincere thanks go to Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn for their interlude music.